podcast starring your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, and his co-host, Doom, Adam Schubert, and Julian Navarre. We got a lot to get into today, fellas, so, Lyndon, whenever you're ready, take it away, brother. Oh, and everybody, please stay safe out there with the Rona going around. This is the quarantine content, courtesy of BWT. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lyndon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy DeWitts, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 136, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Doom. Doom, how are you doing in these troubling times? It is the Rona, hashtag... (laughs) Quarantine content, hashtag bros who think are not stopping, baby. We're giving them that content during the quarantine. And I low-key am waiting for everybody to be at their house and for us to open the phone lines. And we're just we're just going, man. Like ESPN. Hey, I, I'm with it, man. Fox, done for. Like, I know we talk about this later in the show with I get Schubert and Julian's take on what Fox and ESPN can do, but like, yo, I'm just not feeling it right now. I just don't like Skip Bayless is gonna talk about Corona for this week, maybe talk about some football shit this week. But what are they going to talk about next week, the week after that? Like, imagine a month from now if the NBA is still canceled. What are these – these sports people are fucked. Minus yeah. Bill Simmons, who does, like, movie shit, TV shit, culture commentary. The people who do podcasts are straight. Jamel Hill, good. I'm talking about the syndicated network television. And I know this isn't the way to start off the show, but fuck it, bro. Just How you doing today? I mean, I'm I'm corona free, so I can't complain. You know what I mean? I'm good. Fucking, I man, I really, I'm still, and I could be one of the crazy people because I've seen a lot of people talking about this on Twitter, but I don't think it's as bad as we think yet. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it's that crucial. See, I was that way earlier, and by the time you guys hear this, I was that way early on Wednesday. Like Wednesday, I was like, oh, mom, you stay in the house because like. You're getting old. My ass is just a flu. And I'm going to beat yeah. the flu. Best believe I'm going to knock that nigga out like Mike Tice. But then when they canceled the NBA, I was like, mm, this is feeling a little I am legend-ish. Like, mm, yeah. the Rona. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just one of those people like, if that's the case, I don't think that staying home is just going to solve it. Like, if it's really just this deadly ass disease that's moving like this just killing niggas i don't think you know once that bitch hit full-fledged we're gonna be dead anyway so it's like i'm gonna just keep living life man fuck all that yeah no i mean look for for people of the ages of like eight shit i haven't heard like kids aren't even getting sick but like let's say like from 18 to like 39 40 i mean it's just a normal common cold depending on when you catch it but even when you catch it i've seen that like the final stage for us is like a bad, bad case of pneumonia, but for like an old lady, she would die. Now, I'm not trying yeah. to spit like in factual information. I just saw like a chart someone posted, and it was someone reputable, like a real like news person from NY Times that was like, the, the percentage of people who die from this is so low, but the percentage of people who die who are above the ages of like 50 is like high. Yeah. Like, I mean, for us, like, it's just flu. So, you know, you know how that be. Yeah. And I'm bro, I'm pretty sure that a few of these nasty ass niggas I work with done had the Rona, bro. <laughs> like, I've never heard like coughing and sneezing so crazy like that, bro. Like within the past month or so. 
Like, oh man, and that that always did bother me, bro. When you like work at a job, and you got those people that just refuse to stay home. Oh, you know what I mean? Paid, like bro, the government. Like, and and speaking on that, not to cut you off, but the U.S. passed a like the the Senate blocked a ban to do paid leave for everybody to stay home. Like they blocked that today. Whereas Italy was like, yeah, we're gonna pay people. People in Europe's like, yeah, we're gonna pay people. America's like, yeah, nah, you niggas better go to work. Yeah. That that's just really crazy to me, bro. Like, cause I, I feel like, yo, if you if you kinda sick, you maybe running a little fever, you got the sniffles, like, all right, cool. Like you gotta you gotta make your money. But if you like a couple coughs away from death, like you might want to stay home, bro. You need to go to the doctor, get some medicine, and, and and shake back before you come back to work. It's crazy how like all of this is happening, bro. It it, it really feels like a movie. Like today, we record this on Wednesday, like all right Thursday at this point. But like, bro, it felt like a movie today. I don't know if you was on Twitter when the NBA like shut down in a matter of an hour. Yeah. But like, yo, that was nuts. Like they yeah. walk out on the court, all of a sudden a team doctor runs out. Rudy Gobert and everybody, they pull back in the locker room. Then it's like, oh, yeah, one of them, Rudy Gobert was, like, assumed sick. And I, and I just texted my group chat, like, damn, jokingly, Rudy Gobert got the Rona. Then yeah. 50, not even 15 minutes. Shams, Woj, Rudy Gobert has Corona. <laughs> like That's <yeah>. crazy. <laughs> the nigga That's was crazy. licking mics and shit, yeah, touching everything, like, two days before. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yo, I blame he Rudy Gobert. Real life spread that shit all over the place, bro. I blame him if the Pels don't get get a shot at going into the playoffs, because you know that's what that mean. This means like, yeah, this means that a we're gonna like push the season to like July, August, or b when when they come back it's straight up just playoffs. Yeah, and if that's See, the case, the Pels not making it. Yeah, my thing is like I really wonder how are they gonna handle this. Because they, I like, mean, like, I still, I, and we talk about this later. Schubert doesn't agree with me, but I think the NCAA is getting shut down. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, they made a statement earlier in the day that, like, they were going to just, you know, play without fans, but that's pre NBA shutting down. Yeah. So I, so I don't know. This shit's kind of crazy. Yeah. Bro, I, I'm just like, I would really be disappointed if the season just ended like this. You know what I mean? Like, if it was just, all right, that was the last of basketball and we'll come back next season. I, that, they got to they gotta figure something case. out. That's worst case, I think. Because I don't think they just pick up where it left off in July. Like, that throw the whole timeline for next year off. Oh, yeah. You no, know what I mean? Pick up. They're picking up straight playoffs. Yeah. And, and that'll just suck for the Pellies. But, hey. We'll get a full off-season workout and just come whoop niggas' ass next year. But that's enough sports talk. We just had to start it off with the coronavirus because shit's crazy. But I, I want to say this because I know you've been following the uh, political election and all that very close. And I know we don't really talk much politics, but I got to say this, man. And maybe I should have been talking about this earlier, but Louisiana hasn't voted yet. But it's kind of late. But, man, I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. Can I just be oh, honest? He's going to win Louisiana, bro. He's going to win it all, but I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. Not saying that Bernie's a better option, but like, man, Joe Biden sucks. I might just vote for Trump. And I know yeah, that might fuck fans up head that like the guys who have been shitting on Trump for like four years are now going to vote for him. But it's like, bro, 
I can't vote for Joe. Joe Biden does not have an African-American plan. Joe Biden doesn't have a young person plan. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's not even trying to pass weed. I think, I think four more years of Trump, Trump will pass weed for some money. Oh, for sure. And, and I know everybody's like, oh, Lyndon, all you care about is weed. No, 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 no. Joe Biden doesn't have a plan for young people, college, uh, African-Americans. Joe Biden, it's not in my interest to vote for Joe Biden. The only reason why I don't want to vote for Trump is because Trump is crazy and he's Trump. But, like, if I get four more years of uh, real-world American president, then, hey, man, I told my mom this. My mom was like, I'm going to kick your ass. But, like. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like I'm like I'm. I'll legit. say it. If 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 you don't want to stand out on that ledge, I'll say it. If it's between Biden and Trump, I will go Trump, bro. Well, I throw my away from a Green Party person. Fuck that. <laughs> like, bro, I'm not. Biden, Biden cannot win. He yeah. cannot. Like that's one of those things where it's like, yo, at least Trump is fucked up, but at least he know what he doing. You know what I mean? Like, he say a bunch of fucked up ass shit, he do a bunch of fucked up ass shit, but he's aware of what the fuck he's doing. Like, Joe Biden, I'm convinced that this nigga is just like, he has he's the- gone, bro. Yeah, he got he's the- gone. Like, his, his mental is not there, bro. He's He, he checked out. Like, yeah, did, you see the, did you see the video of him hugging on Hillary Clinton? No, 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 I didn't. Bro. There was this video, apparently this was recent, but he uh he meets up with Hillary and they they hug. They're like on a fucking like runway or some shit. And there's like a um a crowd of people, you know, behind the barricades and shit, waiting to see what's going on and shit. And he starts hugging her, and you can see Hillary like trying to escape the hug. Like, all right, nigga, that was a good time limit for the hug it's time to break this shit and he just keep holding her bro and he keep holding her and she like trying to tap his back to let him know like all right nigga let go and he kept going i'm like yo this nigga is a creep and then you you come combine that with the videos that came out with him like kissing the little girls and shit like being hella weird bro like any nigga that do that is like he too far gone bro yeah man look i'm not that shit is sick dog I just gotta be honest, man, and I, like I did, I was, I didn't know if I wanted to bring this to the pod, and I know some people might not agree with this, but it's like, man, I can't. Like I said, I might just end up throwing my vote away for a Green Party person because it doesn't matter. I'm gonna vote regardless because I always vote, but like in Louisiana, it's not gonna really matter at this point because like, yeah, the state gonna go red. I but- just really thought that this was gonna be the year that I could have like voted. And felt good about my vote. The person, then, yeah. Like, like I'm I know you weren't a big Bernie guy, but I didn't hate Bernie. I didn't hate Elizabeth Warren. I was kind of for Elizabeth Warren. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Wow. <laughs> even though she's like, get started on even that. though she's a liar and she she low-key was telling people she was Native American, she's not. But I mean, I don't know. I I honestly, if if I'm being one hundred percent honest, I was for Andrew Yang. Like that's who I was really for. Yeah, I was yeah. I was Yang Gang one hundred percent, but I was I I could I could have convinced myself to vote for Warren or Bernie, but I'm not I can't convince myself to vote for Joe Biden at all. Hell like no. at, at all, fam. But let's get into some 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 of the shits, man. What is up with your guy, the baby, bro? He about to just get himself all the way out of out of here, yo. I don't understand like what go on in niggas brain, especially when they make it to a level of success. Like 
and I could be missing something because granted, I'm not there when this shit happens. But let's just take a brief look at the nigga's history. Like he has a very violent history. Oh, super you know what I'm violent. saying? Like, regardless of what happened, like I, I get that homeboy he beat up in the mall. That nigga was asking for it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I but, was with him. Like, you you kill the nigga at Walmart. You now you you slapping people that are at your show. Like, you obviously have some type of anger issue. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't control your emotion well. You know what I'm saying? Apparently the person he slapped isn't the person who threw the phone at his face. That's even more wild. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that that, that came out today. That's yeah, why that's that's too- even more wild. Black See, my girl- thing is though, if you know that you somebody that can spaz at a moment's notice like that, why was he walking through the crowd at his show? Like, oh, yeah, you're security you're track. one of the most successful rappers in the game, nigga. You don't think somebody gonna reach out and touch you? So right. if you know that all it takes is for somebody to touch you and shit going up to that level, why the fuck even put yourself in that situation? But I agree with you. Bro gotta have some type of risk management. <laughs> like somebody in his team gotta say, look, nigga, you obviously can't handle this, so we not gonna do this. You know what I mean? They gotta switch something up because it's crazy because it's like, all right, when Kevin Gates and I and I bring it to this situation, when Kevin Gates uh when someone grabbed his p- penis and then like he kicked him, I was kind of my thought process is yeah, he shouldn't have kicked him, but, like, if you're going to put Kevin Gates in jail, you got to put the person who touched his pee-pee in jail because it's like, yeah. bro, these artists, you can't just assault anybody any kind of way. And and my thing is, the baby, yeah, he got assaulted when they threw his phone at him. I'm, That's wrong. But also, you can't just slap any old... You can't just slap women out here in these streets. If it was a man, I maybe you can maybe convince me it's okay. Maybe. I don't even think that. I don't even think the nigga... He shouldn't have slap nobody regardless of the situation especially niggas that's literally paying your salary nigga like that's these niggas are, are bought tickets to be at your event they but obviously you love and support you you know what i mean like you walking through the crowd like i feel like if you know that you're because I, I consider him an a-list celebrity yeah you know what i mean you walking through a crowd of regular fans nigga you don't think that they about to take pictures and video and try to touch you and try to like that to me should be expected. I agree with that, but they can't throw a phone at him. Well, I thought it was just he got mad because the light was in his face. Like they put the flash on and it was like mad close to his face. See, so he felt played. There's like conflicting reports because some people saying they threw a phone at him, some people saying that. That's why Twitter niggas was like making jokes of like if you run into the baby and you put your phone light in him, he gonna whoop your ass. Yeah. See, I mean, if they threw the phone at him, that changes the scenario completely. Cause then he was assaulted. Like I look yeah. at like the same way you brought up the gate situation. I think Gates shouldn't have had to serve zero time in jail. That's you know how I mean? felt. I felt one hundred percent that way. Cause like. Yo, you if anybody would assault Nicki Minaj like that, it's over with. Yeah, fam. bro, like, like picture if Nicki on stage or, if or just like grabs if it's, it's yeah, if it's like Meg or somebody up there, somebody just reach up and start trying to play with her coochie, like over that with. nigga is getting crucified, bro. Over, you know what I mean? And they damn sure not gonna do nothing to Meg. And and like Gates said, like I I remember I think it was a everyday struggle after he got out. He was talking about how the reason it had got him upset to that level 
is because he got his wife and his kids at the show. They watching the show from the stage. You know what I mean? So yeah, like one, his wife is right there, bro. Like you can't just as a husband, you can't just let some woman grab on your penis. We us as niggas in relationships, we can attest to that. Like if some girl tried to grab our piece and our girl right there, nigga, you better have some kind of reaction. So <laughs> oh, you gotta say something. You know what but I mean? See, you my, gotta my girl, have some some type of reaction. My girl would jump in the crowd and try to fight the girl. Like I yeah. wouldn't have to do that. I just have to be yeah. like, damn, why you did that? Like I'd have to like, but, like, but like turn way, my body. Though, either way, I think like especially coming from his mentality is like you wouldn't even want somebody to put your girl in that situation. Facts. No, I agree. So you would I, be I, mad. I, like, I would be mad, like, if some female tried that on me. Like, because I feel like, like, only immature niggas can say, oh, I wouldn't be mad if a girl grabbed my dick. Like, yo, it come a point in time, like, when you reach a certain level of maturity and a level of, you know, like, that kind of shit, it's not, that shit not fire. That's not it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have some type of, respect for your personal space you know what i mean and i think i think if they threw the phone at the baby then that not saying that he still should have slapped somebody but if you get assaulted then that definitely gives you the okay to have a reaction like maybe if i was in a situation especially being the baby i wouldn't have that kind of reaction I at least want my security to do something. Yeah, like, that's my thing. What the yeah. fuck is the security on the payroll for if they not stepping in? Like, I shouldn't even been able to turn around and slap somebody if my security is there. Yeah, they Like, one, somebody should have been able to, okay, I see the situation going crazy. That just happened. Let me get in between the baby and the, the, the person who threw the phone or shine the light in his face. You know what I mean? There has to be some kind of something from the security. Yeah, he could get canceled from this. Like, and, and like, I, I wouldn't be upset at it. I really wouldn't, cause it's See, like. But and and I know we we talked before we started recording. I was I was saying that honestly, black people should cancel the baby. Like, but that's if he didn't get a phone thrown at him. Like, thrown in his face, somebody yeah. Shining a light in his face, like nigga. You put yourself in that situation. You decided that that was what you wanted to do was walk through the crowd. Like, nobody forced you to do that. These niggas are paying you to be there. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, you got to realize, like, okay, this is my job. Not every not every job is just glamorous all the time. You got to do shit that you might not like. You know what I mean? Like, niggas nigga got to understand that that is literally part of your job description. You get Bad. to show up at a venue and make six figures, nigga. Like... You can't put up with a light, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, you got to, man. You got to. But first off, you shouldn't be slapping nobody. Facts. Then on top of that, definitely not a woman. Then nope, on top facts. of that, definitely not a black woman. Especially when we out here complaining about how everybody else treat us. You know what I mean? And that's why I, I, I just like, I worry about like, and I, I don't really want to take this crazy deep turn to it, but I worry about where black people are as a whole because we so quick to be outraged on somebody else for doing certain things to our people or or thinking a certain way about who we are but because the baby made a few bops we just give them a pass to go around slapping black women 
Like, yeah. bro, if anybody else put their hands on a woman, we all like, oh, nigga, you can't do that pussy ass shit. Air nigga in that building pussy for not beating that nigga ass. That's what people say when somebody hit a woman. And Jay Prince was the, the only person to say something to the baby, too. Yeah, bro. And it's just like, yo, we got to hold everybody to the same account. Standard. Yeah, fact. Like, I can't, nah, bro. Just because you made a couple fire little records don't mean that I'm going to support you through putting your hands on women. Like, that's crazy to me, bro. That's literally no, crazy. Right. Look, I, I hope he gets his shit together and gets himself some help. Because, like, if not... That nigga going to jail. It's just a matter of time. It's just. <laughs> I don't understand how he survived that. Like how he he not in. Is he in any any legal trouble? Well, I mean, the girl's definitely about to sue his ass. That's like still, one, like one hundred. Crazy that like Gates got went to jail for so long off of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? That is like this nigga slapped the bitch and just walk away. Well, he, he ain't go to court yet, so we gonna see. She we don't know if she pressing like. Criminal charges, or she pressing like civil well, charges for she's trying, to, she's trying to come for his pockets, though. Did oh yeah, her, uh, her little IG video. She coming for the bag, bro. She was on that bitch crying and shit, talking about how um, people are calling her nonstop, and she's dealing with the public humiliation. And she was saying her kid wakes up in the middle of the night screaming because she knows her mom is going through some crazy shit i'm like yo she putting on a fucking show for this bag but good for her though like i'm not i ain't mad at it bro i ain't i'm not because like if i paid to go to a baby show and all i did now if i threw a phone at, at him that's a different story but if all i did was shine a light trying to take a picture and this nigga slaps me oh you best believe i'm coming for yeah. the bag I'm yeah. going for it. Like yeah, you're you not about to look. slap me on camera. You might as well just give me my my ten my ten racks to to fifty racks, huh? Because I'm coming for it. I don't just want five hundred dollars. Oh no, partner. <laughs> I I got emotional damages. Yeah, that's that's crazy, and it's not a good look for his career, bro. I think eventually, regardless of how much you can escape legally, because obviously the nigga got a mean ass legal team. <laughs> yeah, you, you know got what I mean? yeah. like. Regardless of that, like I feel like eventually you taint your brand whenever niggas just know, like, all right, if he come to the venue, it's a high probability that some crazy shit gonna happen. And the thing you know is, the I mean? baby had a lot of women supporters. This is gonna hurt him. Yeah, I think so. But like, at the same time, though, it's like I'm, I'm I look through the timeline and people just think it's funny. Like people, people like not saying that they support it or they co-sign it, but it's like it don't really bother people. And, like, I don't think it registered to people because it's, like, his whole little, I don't know, persona is, like, this tough guy, you know, he don't play around type nigga. So it's, like, in their mind, they think it's cool. But I'm, like, nah, you got to, like, take a step back and realize that it don't matter who it is, bro. If, it, if, if the baby was just some regular guy that didn't make hit records, you would be looking at him away. You know what I mean? That's like, you can't just go around slapping people. Because they tried to video you. You know what I mean? Especially being a celebrity. Like, I just don't understand what did he think was going to happen when he walked through a venue that he was performing at. And he's just walking through the general population. He's walking through the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no barrier between him and the fans. So I don't understand what he thought was going to happen. You no, know what I mean? Right. 
and look, I blame his like he is at one hundred percent fault, but I'm also throwing some blame to the security because like y'all gotta do a better job. Facts. Y'all gotta like, do a job because yeah, they didn't step something. in when the baby was whipping this nigga ass in the mall either. Like That's I feel true. like when you reach the baby's level, you, there should never be a physical altercation that you are a part of. Like, I, what the fuck are you paying all of these niggas to walk with you for if you got to be the one to beat a nigga ass? You the it, nigga making all the money. Yeah. You fucking the bag up, my nigga. Like, come on, bro. That's true. And that goes into our conversation we're going to have in a little bit about this takes the baby off the pot, spot I was about to put him on. It does, because, like, I don't know how he's going to bounce from this. Uh, prayers just to everybody, man. Hopefully, baby gets some help, because he needs to go to, like, some counseling to figure out What's up with him? Why he jumping at everybody? Because, like, you can't continue being a rapper if a phone light in your face affects how you move. Because, like, you're not going to get paid. You're not going to be able to do walkthroughs. Like, you're just going to be one of those people that performs, leaves, drops your music. And that'll affect your payment. So, yeah. prayers to him. Prayers to the girl involved. It's just, oof, bad situation all around. But the baby should not be slapping women out here in these streets. Like, just bad look. Bad look all the way around. I want to ask you, keeping it on the music tip, oh, man, I am, like, I'm I'm so torn on this next topic, but Uzi's going to sell a lot of numbers. He did well. His album's going to sell. But to me, the quality of Uzi's album does not reflect the numbers. And I don't think, I think it was a media, I think it was a mid-album at best. I'm not going to say mediocre, but I think it was mid at best. And I'm going to agree with that just because he had three really strong tracks to me. Which ones like, you got? Because I got some. It, it was the ones. Let me let me look at the track list one second. I'm pulling it up as well. Because I got Venetian, or that track 14. I got Prices, the one, he, the one he sampled the Travis Scott shit. Yeah. I got Busty. Yeah. So he he broke down um he has like these little alter egos that he he does. Oh, I hate the baby Pluto freaking, section. Yeah, the baby Pluto shit. I'm glad you said that cuz me and Chris have been having this this fucking debate since the album dropped that yo that whole front part of the album was Trash. the most garbage shit I have ever heard in my life. I only I only like the intro because the intro I'm not even lie the intro kind of hard. But see from yeah see from low main to uh I guess I'm sorry because I I like I'm sorry but see from low main to homecoming two to yeah. six that's that's ass. that's exactly I'm I'm glad you agree with me on that bro that's exactly my take I think I'm sorry. Celebration Station and Bigger Than Life is super hard songs. Like I fuck with them that most. was what I wanted from Uzi. You Same. know what I mean? That's that's what I expect from Uzi. And that's the only reason I can say this album is mid is because he gave me three tracks that kind of like fulfilled the the need that I had. That was what the game was missing. I don't think nobody in the game can do what Uzi did on them three songs. Like that's just a bag that only he can get into. But the rest of the album, bro, nothing really stuck out to me. Like, I like uh, Prices, the one that uh, got the Travis Scott feature. I was just a little disappointed with uh, little minor things in the song. I think that's like the musician side of me just kind of being a little overcritical. But Prices was decent. I liked uh, P2, even though it was kind of just a 
remix she of, with that one? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the one that I was like, oh my gosh, Negro, like, give yeah. me a little more. But I hate doing it because, like I said, I like I like Venetian, I like Prices, I like Bust Me, I like that second half of the album. But that first half is just, bro, don't ever try to do this comethazine rapping shit ever again because yeah, this bro. shit is just not it. It is not. The and no, nah, what's crazy is that's a bag that he's gotten into before, and he's actually kind of low key known for that bag. Like that's a common Uzi bag, but he will go hard doing it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this was super lazy, bro. Like I listen to fucking pop. And I'm like, how can any nigga alive play this and say that it sounds good? Like, it is impossible, bro. Like, I really do strongly believe that it is that far in the in the, in the booty cheek section of <laughs> shit. Like, yo, it's no way a nigga plays that and thinks that that sounds good. Like, sonically, it's terrible. And the lyrics are literally... I'm the nigga make your bitch want to pop. And he say that over and pop, over pop, and pop. over again. And I'm like, yo, I, I don't understand it, bro. I'll never understand the Uzi stands that just hype up everything. Like, the nigga numbers is crazy, bro. Oh, it's nuts. Like, he has tier one numbers. Like, he is putting up maybe not Drake numbers, maybe not Kendrick numbers, but he putting up Cole numbers easy. I think he's doing close to Cole numbers, bro. Like he what yeah. three three twenty five as of right week? now, and this is not even the confirmed thing. As of now, it's estimated he might get three twenty five. It could be over that, but it's three twenty five at a minimum. Yeah, bro, that's insane numbers. That's insane. tier. That's tier one, tier two numbers. Like easy. Like that is like I am cemented as the young boys like new guy and i always thought and let me and when i say this don't get it twisted because i have been a fan of uzi since love is rage i thought uzi has always been my favorite of the young young dudes but like bro i i can't i can't cap for him on this because like like i said like and even like you said he did some of this stuff on love is rage and throughout the works that he's been doing but like it seems like he put more effort in the mother songs. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't get it. I just feel like the best stuff of the song is the, the best part of the album is the second half. Give us more of the second half because whatever you did on the first half is just not kicking. It's oh, not. It was, it was trash. Oh, but see, the thing that blew me, though, is that when he get in that little, like, for lack of a better word, I, like that ignorant trap bag, I liked everything that he's done in that bag prior to this. That was just ass. That I just can't. I don't understand how that was a crazy drop off like that. I don't know if you remember from uh, Love Is Rage Two. He had a song called uh, "Diamonds on My Wrist." Mm, yeah, and that that was in the same bag that like Pop is in. But I love that song, "Diamonds All on My Wrist" or whatever it was called, bro. Like it was fucking. I thought that was the most hard shit I ever heard when I first listened to it. You know what I mean? But I didn't get nearly that feeling from the first half of this album. No, I'm with you. And I think uh I think uh Super Saiyan is in that vein as well of just like yeah. super rappy shit. And it's like I've heard you do it well before, but just this time it was just a miss. And like it's weird because I don't know how to rank this album because I like some songs, but the first half is just ass. So it's gotta be at least at a six to start off. Because I can't give you anything higher than a six. Because it's like, I don't like your first half of your album. And some of the yeah. second half is just like, 
I'm I'm accepting it because it sounds like what I wanted from you, but is it actually good? Yeah, mm. I I I think I'm I'm gonna sit at a decent five. Like I'll give him. That's a what I'm saying. Three. You you got to start off at a six minimum. Then you I, I'm not mad at the five. I'm just saying six is the start. Like that's the highest I can give you. Yeah, for sure. And six to me is generous. Just no because facts. two things, two things that factor into it being solo. I think if this exact same album comes a year after Love is Rage 2, we're looking at a seven or eight. But we waited three years. That's the thing. We we had you tease and and still fans to this very moment are upset. Think you got because something else. You you've been teasing snippets of songs that sound like pure fire. And I know snippets can sound a whole lot different once you get the final song. But the snippets that we've heard over the past three and a half years have been pure fire. The album drops and we get none of those. None of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you tell us that now there's going to be like a, a extended version or like a part bonus two. part two shit that'll have all of that on it. And I mean, I hope he do drop it. That'll definitely boost the sales even more crazy. Like, I think he might be able to sneak into, the, you know, the, the Kendrick, the Kendrick yeah. numbers if you do that. FX. But like, I, I just, I don't know. That, I just think the easy three. He getting yeah. easy. He going to finish up at six. Easy. Yeah. I just think that we need to hold like these rapper niggas to a higher standard. Cause if we did, we'd get better music. I'm with you. you no, know I'm with mean? you. I've been I've been saying that about a lot of the projects that came out recently from like a lot of young dudes that I feel like have super talent. Like I'm talking about like I feel like a lot of the young niggas in the game right now are really dope. Like they got the potential to be something crazy, but they get to a point where the money is just coming faster than they know how to spend it. And so it's like, all right, nigga, well, what, what do I need to work hard for? Because More I can put out... More faster than they know how to create. Yeah, exactly. And I think what that do is when you tell somebody that, all right, you've made it to a certain, like, level to where now it doesn't matter what you put out. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to get your merch. I'm going to pull up at your show. No matter what you do. You know what I mean? So it's like, why would they go to the studio and put in mad effort? They gonna keep just linking up with the fire producer, freestyling some bullshit in two minutes over a fire ass beat, and just expect you to take it. You know what I mean? But I wanna hear something more than I'm the nigga make your bitch wanna pop. Like <laughs> lyrically, you gotta be able to offer me something better than that. And I understand Uzi's not the guy you go to for lyrics. But I'm saying, like, come on, my nigga. Like, <laughs> that shit is just crazy, bro. Yeah, Like, no, you literally bad. repeated that for an entire song. Oh, and the low main joint gets me, too. <laughs> bro, that shit is just crazy to me. <laughs> but niggas, niggas like it. I don't, I don't understand. And I feel like if that was any other artist that wasn't Lil Uzi Vert, they would hear the same exact song and think it was complete ass. Oh, and I get it, because I love Drake Uzi, too. With. I love Uzi too, bro. Like I think Uzi is in my goat conversation for this for this generation. Let me let me say that I I exclude Uzi from the Coles, Kendricks, Drakes. I, I exclude him from that. But like in the class of the new wave, like I think it's really just him. <laughs> like him and I don't Travis. Like in, yeah, Travis too. Don't let me skip over Travis. But 
I don't like any of these other niggas. Like I don't I really don't. Like outside of Roddy, Roddy is dope to me. Yeah, Roddy is. And I like Lil Baby to an extent. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Lil Baby cool, but I like musically I like to hear something from these niggas, bro. Like I feel like like niggas like Roddy, he actually take his music serious. Yeah. Like he he he's proud of the outcome of the music and you can hear it. I don't know if you saw the um there was like a audio Mac performance with uh Roddy Rich and Nuh-uh. he did a fucking uh it was it was basically he did a like a mini concert but with a orchestra. Oh wait, I did see it, that. like trap orchestra, bro, and bro, when I tell you that shit was the dopest shit I seen in a long time. Like I was like Musically, none of these new niggas can do that. None of them, bro. Like, outside of a Travis Scott. And then, like, I kind of don't, I don't like throwing Travis in the bunch with the new niggas either. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like Travis kind of, even though he young still too. He, I just he feel a like class he wanna, ahead. Yeah. He, like, he if Drake and Kendrick and them are seniors, Travis is like a junior, sophomore, and these niggas are freshmen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like. Cause track, cause nah, I feel that. But nah, I'm with you, man. Like Roddy, Uzi, Travis. That's it. That is, and like Baby and the Baby are like the tier under them. And it's like you niggas, little baby, y'all. You got to give me more than just your lean talk, cause I know you are are going through it right now with addiction. But you're not telling us about it. But I know you are, cause you went on Joe Budden pull up and was like. Yeah, I'm not one of these niggas. But then you go and repeat in the same breath. Yeah, I got to drink lean from time to time. More like, because, you know, it just gets me in my vibe. But nigga, what about the withdrawals you're going through? I know it's real, but that's that that maybe that, that that's me talking about baby the person <coughs> and not baby the artist. But and then the baby, you just slapping niggas. So yeah. like, that I, I like, honestly, bro, for me. After that shit, like I, I ex the baby out of all my conversations, bro. Like musically, he wasn't even that far enough in the first place for me to want to think about even defending that shit. Like I think rap will be just fine without the baby. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Even though I do like this little Oprah shit that they did with Yachty and Drake. Fire video, bro. The, the, I that was fuck fire. with it. I fuck with it, man. I was happy for Yachty because that was a win. That was a big win. I know somebody at the label kicking themselves that the baby in that shit though. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they wishing that they would have got somebody else. For like Meg, Doja, yeah. just someone else uh, uh, with yeah. a little more nice but niceness. I'm to not it. gonna cap though. Like the baby literally Eight. is that nigga for that bag. Like the artsy video fucking concepts and shit, where it's like. The the video concepts are always super fun, and he climbing around and he doing crazy shit that you don't expect a nigga with the persona of this gangster thug ass nigga to be doing. Like the baby definitely belonged in that video, you know what I mean? But with all this recent shit that he doing, and this is this to kind of go back to my other point, like this is the type of shit that fuck up the bag. Now you got all these white folks at the label, like fuck. We got to be tied to this bullshit. We trying to push a single and this nigga out here slapping bitches. You know what I mean? Like that fuck up the money. Now you ruining future opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, get this nigga out of here, bro. I got (laughs) to say, get this nigga out of here, bro. Dang. I I can't even disagree. Yeah, no, you can't just be hitting women out here in these streets. You can't just be hitting anybody. Like, 
the mall shit was cool. I don't even know about the killing of so I, I I still can't believe we just got over the killing of someone at Walmart just so easy. But you know, whatever. So we got past it. The mall shit we got past, but like too much. She fooled me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you, bro. Like you clowning. That's, That's like you wildin'. But uh, you checked out the Meg album. I didn't get a chance. What you thought? You thought. You know, maybe uh, all this was rollout. Was the album hard? Was it trash? It definitely was a rollout for sure. And I feel like I gotta, I gotta listen to Meg albums subjective. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I went into it knowing that this ain't gonna be the shit that I'm riding around to. But I'm gonna check it out just to see what it's hitting on. And it sounds like, bro, like you, you know how when you just hear a song, even though you might not be like, yo, this shit is fire. You know, like I, right, the people gonna be fucking with this, and she yeah. got a few joints on that. Like I really do see, like when the summertime creep around and starting to warm up. You know what I mean? Maybe this Corona shit blow over. Gotcha. Because if the Corona bro, don't blow over, Meg in trouble. <laughs> yeah, bro. But you, you definitely gonna see if this shit go away. You definitely gonna see the fucking Nissan Altima with all the windows down and the bitches. Hollering in the back, dancing, popping their ass and shit in the car on the way to the spot. Like you gonna see that to that album. Like she got some nice little, nice little bops on them. I can't even call it an album because she messed up. Apparently, she only made it forty minutes long in her contract. Says she need uh, a forty-five minute long album to consider yeah. it an album. I heard that. <laughs> that's fucking gave, nuts. She only gave twenty-four minutes total. That's that's fucking nuts. Damn, I hope man. that that's not what she did. Like, that would even make her look even more stupid after the whole, like, you should have read your contract shit. Oh, yeah. No, you you trying to get out of a situation. You owe them niggas albums, and then you did all this released, and it's still not considered an album. And the <laughs> Breakfast I mean? Club interview didn't do her no help, because, like, yeah. my goodness, she ain't sound good on that. It just sounded like, yeah, you know what? They helped me good for them but like now nah, i'm on rock nation shit bro i'm out of yeah. here see my thing is bro like i feel like when people reach that level especially people like like meg and a lot of people on this like like we were talking about earlier like in the in the freshman tier of shit where it's like they reaching that top mainstream level in the game but they still fresh to it like i feel like there should be somebody that step up and give them game on how to move mm. you know what i mean I'm with you. that's just super bad business yeah you know she, what I mean? didn't look, she didn't look good at all that's especially super bad business bro that's like that's like if somebody came to us today like yo i'm gonna help you run a whole fucking marketing plan put all this money behind the podcast do all this shit and this shit and then you know we ranking in the top 10 of spotify podcast tomorrow and then we go like, yeah, nigga, you was cool and all. But we about to sound popping and shit now. Yeah. But hey, my niggas doing some shit over here, and I fuck with them a little more. So bye, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you don't fucked up relationships. You don't fucked up like real shit that's important to business. You know what I mean? And not saying like I don't know the full situation. They could be somehow trying to screw her over. But after listening to um, T. Ferris and all them niggas speak on it, it's just like. Yo, you got a, a pretty decent contract to say you were a unknown, you know what I mean? You was just yeah. somebody that kind of made a little buzz around, you know, locally. Might have had some people. 
a majority yeah. of them. Yeah, and it's like they set you up kind of nice. You know what I mean? You you need to show some appreciation and try to keep those business relationships intact. But I think you never using, know when you're gonna need that. And I know this might sound messed up, but it's true. She's using the tactic of, oh, I'm a woman. I'm gonna get everybody to feel bad for me. These men are bullying me. These men are just being ugly, dirty men. And they're, that, they're, that shit trash, bro. Like I hate story. when people when when people take like and take the gender out of it. Like I hate just when people take advantage of other people, especially when people trying to do right by you. And I'm I'm saying I'm not a pro on these fucking record deal contracts and shit, but they they were comparing her contract. I forget where I saw this, but uh they were comparing her contract to a lot of new act contracts. You know what I mean? Cuz it's like when you're a new act, especially when you have yet to release a project ever. You know what I mean? They don't know what they're going to get back. They don't know how you're going to perform. They don't know how, you know, how much you're going to be able to get in sales and all this other shit. So they kind of like a little weary on just putting all this money behind you and then putting you in a situation to where if shit goes south, then they just lose entirely. Like nobody in business is gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you. Where right. you just you take all the risk, and the other person is just set up for to build the reward, success, yeah. or walking away free. You know what I mean? Like that's just not how business works. So the fact that they like looked out for her, I think she really in the wrong. Like she need a somebody need to sit down with people with new artists in that that level of their of their career, and explain to them like, all right, this is how you need to move. Cause I feel like she's gonna regret doing it. This is this this is probably I'm not gonna say just as bad as the baby situation, but I feel like it kind of tarnishes her brand, like the baby is doing. Maybe you know not I mean? to the public, but definitely to the industry. Oh, for sure. But people like that will need the industry because she oh, obviously facts. don't know how it works. She gotta have a team of people doing it for her. And if you got it to where people don't want to work with you business wise, then. You you could drop all the fire records you want. You ain't gonna be Nobody able to move the shit. Me. Yeah, facts. No, one hundred percent. Oh, Meg. Hopefully you get your shit together. Uh, we'll talk about the Janae album next week because I ain't really like I peeped it, but it just wasn't my my cup of tea. Maybe I'll listen to it again, but whatever. We'll check out the Janae album next week. I wanted to bring up these two topics. One is a relationship, but I want to talk to about this first because it it's been weighing on my heart, and I feel like people expect something different and i feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had because a lot of people have conversations about creators when things go right nobody's i've heard have the conversation when it doesn't go right like when you're getting told no when you're getting rejected when when you're when you're at home and you're sad thinking your business won't work or your, your creation whether it's music art clothes whatever it may be won't work and they, they want to give up but it's like as shitty as it may be you got to find the solace in you loving what you do because you shouldn't be in it for the money. You got to continue creating through it, but it's hard. And being just transparent, I have trouble with that all the time, man. Like, it's just a real thing. Yeah, that that is a fact, though. And, like, especially people that don't create, it's, it's tough when you're at the beginning stages of trying to make your way as a creator because... There's the majority of people look at what you do as a hobby or something that's not serious. So you got to deal with the constant like 
oh, maybe you should do this because that, that you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like nobody thinks that when you just the guy that make beats and rap in your room, nobody think like, oh, you the next Kendrick or you the next Drake. Like they just think like, oh, you one of these niggas that think you could rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? You got to deal with that end of it. And then you got to deal with the personal like, the doubt. Yeah. Because that will follow when you when you trying something and you've been trying for a long time and it's not really creeping up to where you think you should be. And especially when you want to go full time with it. Like, because I feel like that's where I am in my stage of shit now. Where okay. it's like, all right, I need a, I need to figure out a way to jump to full time. Like, I'm tired of playing with the other shit. And you know what I mean? Like, it would be really nice if I could create a way to this is what I do, like my full identity. Cause like right now I feel like I go to work and when I'm at work, that's, that's who I am. And then I got to come home and put on another hat and try to make something shake. But I want to just wear one hat all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's what's hard to push through to get to that point. You know what I mean? And a lot of people deal with it, but I think you you find, you got to find the the little wins that motivate you to go forward. Cause It'll happen. You know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I ever sold a beat for money. It was like the craziest feeling because it's like I literally felt like I was just doing it as a hobby. Like, I just throw it out there just to see what would happen. But and I'm saying this was years ago, bro. This was years when like before the streaming services and shit, this was like when that piff was hot. I remember I uploaded a, a beat tape to that piff. And people would search instrumentals. Like, niggas would just be high freestyling in the car, and they would type in, like, rap instrumentals or trap instrumentals, whatever, whatever. And a nigga found my little beat tape, hit me up, like, bro, how much for this beat? Sold a nigga a beat for $25. And that was the best $25 still to this day that I ever made because it was, like, the first money that I made that was from doing something that I love to do that I would – Still, to this day, I do, even if it's not making no money. And I felt like even if somebody told me, like, all right, you ain't going to never make another dollar from this shit ever. Like, I would still do Do it it. because I like doing it that much. You know what I mean? So it's a good feeling. I think a lot of creators just got to push to that point. Like, once once you hit that initial, the fire get lit all over again and you're going to go harder. First is is you got to just do it. Then you get to the bump of... You've been doing it for a while, and then it's like, okay, where? what is the benefits of doing it? But you got to remember, the benefits of doing it is you loving what you do. But then you get little wins. For example, this past week was difficult. Got told no for some interviews. Was a little sad. But then you go and do the convention with Krissa. I go and do a convention with Krissa, and you see the face, the smiles on people's faces of ex- loving what you do and what you're giving to them. It's like, that's all that that really matters, but you gotta look for the little wins. But it's not all rain and shun. It's not all sunshine. I know I only post when good shit's popping, but that's because I'm not about to post when bad shit's popping. But maybe I should. Maybe I should be more transparent about that. But that's why I feel like this conversation was necessary because not all good shit has happened in this journey of this podcast. Not all good shit happens for different creators. I can only speak for myself. You get told no a lot. You got to just get over the no and just keep shrugging forward because you will get told no a thousand times. 
it's about that one opportunity that maybe you get told yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what a lot of people, especially like people that don't do what we do, like they don't see that part. But honestly, bro, like 90% of it is the shitty, crappy part. Like, Facts. You know what I mean? It's like, but when you do get that win, the win feels so good that you you willing you to go going. through all that shit again to get the next W. Because you know it's just one step closer to what you're trying to get. But a lot of people definitely don't realize that, like, fuck 90%. I'll even say, like, 98% of it is just the shit. You know what I mean? And it's, like, the shit that a lot of people won't understand. Like, unless you're just one of those people that's lucky to be surrounded by other creators. Like, nobody will understand. You know what I mean? Like, nobody will get why you put so much time into something that's not paying you. Why you work so hard at something. Because it's hard work, bro. It honestly is. And it's like, they'll never be able to understand why you put so much energy and time into something that's not making you rich now. You oh, know yeah. What I mean? Don't talk about the outside influences from parents to girlfriends to friends. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this, bro? You're not making anything of it. You do this all the time. You could be hanging out with us. You could be doing this, doing this, doing that. It's like, nah, bro, I have a dream. And it's like, for those people who have those dreams, it's just been on my heart recently. You got to continue. You can't just give up because if you give up, then no matter how much time you put in, it's just all wasted. Yeah, that's a fact. Now, I say one of the biggest things, bro, I can't remember where I heard this. It was like on a on a podcast or something, but it was it was basically they were talking about literally what we just was talking about. And they were saying how the thing you got to keep focus on is you got to like literally become crystal clear about where you want to end up. Like the dude honestly like changed my whole perspective on how I move and how I work. Like he talked about basically sitting there and understanding exactly what you envision your everyday life to be like when you quote unquote reach your goal. You know what I mean? And so like I literally sat down on a paper and just started listing a bunch of things that I was like, okay, this is what would make me happy in life with where I'm going. And then you literally just reverse engineer from there. Like everything, like like if your goal is to, I don't want to have to wake up at a certain time to be physically somewhere to go to work. You know what I mean? Then you yeah. reverse engineer, like how do I use my skill or my creative ability to get me to that point? What can I do? And then I literally just started coming up with a bunch of ideas on ways that I thought could make that possible. And then the next day after that, I was just like, all right. Now all I got to do is all those things that I wrote down. I just got to make sure that I'm taking just one step forward toward Each that. Day. And then eventually I'm going to be there. You know yeah, what I mean? Facts. Just no, tune out you. what everybody else talking about. And you just just promise do yourself you? that you're going to make one tiny little fucking step towards that. And just enjoy the ride. Like you ain't got to stress about will I make it or this person told me no or this person discouraged me or you know what I mean? Or the next nigga over here, he blew up in, in a fucking week and That's I've been another working thing. for years. You know what I mean? Like you just don't, you tune all that shit out and just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Don't worry you about none of that worry shit. worry about the next man. That's the thing that yeah. on, I think more so than the family, more so than the girlfriend, more so than even like the doubt i think this is and this is not for someone just starting this is for someone that's like in it like in it for like a while 
if you see someone else blow up that's that's maybe doesn't make the best stuff as you, maybe hasn't been in it as long as you, you can't get upset about that because you don't know what that person did to get there. What's for you is for you, and it's always going to be for you. You just got to make the steps to get to what's for you. Yeah. And, like, another thing is, like, people got to stop having that mentality of if the next nigga over there getting it, then it's taking away my chances to Facts. get it. Facts. And that's it's not. Let me be but, honest. That is hard. Because it is. Because you, you think, like, the way we were brought up is even if you played sports or if you didn't play sports, you look at everything like a competition. But I'm not competing with the next pod as much as you think you would be. You're competing with yourself. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. And, like, when you realize that there's literally an overabundance of everything, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, especially in the time that we live in now, where it's like, there's the internet, bro. You don't need to fight for a slot on daytime TV. You don't need to fight for, uh, uh, to get your video on 106 and Park or MTV. You don't have to do, like, because there's only... X amount of slots or X amount of opportunities for those type of things. But now, bro, you literally a click of the mouse away from the upload that changes your life. You know what I mean? You just got to keep going. And and the biggest thing is, like, when you reverse that mentality of, you know, the next nigga, if he do it, it's taken away from me. You you change that and be like, all right, if I help this nigga get to where he, he needed or he trying to go, Whenever he get there and he got the exposure, he going to remember that I helped him out. So let me let me make those connections now. So if he ever does get to that point, he going to help me out. He going to return the favor. You know what I mean? And yeah. if they don't, then fuck it. You don't put out that positive shit in the cuz I'm I'm big on that type of shit, bro. Like I'm big on putting out like positive. Like I'll never talk down on another, on another nigga even if in my head I'm like, "Yo, shit that nigga doing that shit is ass you know what i mean like i'll never talk down on a nigga in a way where i feel like i would be discouraging what they trying to do you know what i mean never yeah because that shit it it, it only comes like, back to you you know what i mean no fact if you help the, someone out even creative world even if they don't return the favor it's like you put that good energy out and i truly believe if you put good energy out good energy will come back to you may not be when you want it but it'll come back to you. And that's another thing. Creators, you got to be patient. And I know that's the pot calling the kettle black because I'm not a patient person. It's the hardest thing I deal with on a daily basis is like, damn. All right, we're not popping yet. And I think the whole, and trust me, if you think about it all day, it'll get to you. But like, if you think about it all day, that just shows how much you love it. And it's like, I think about this shit constantly. And it's like, it, it irks you to the point where it's like, my goodness, I think about this more than I think about anything else in my life. And it's like, I just want to inch closer to my goal each day, like you were saying. And if you don't, you feel like you fail. But it's like, you got to just do what you think is right while doing making good content. Because that's the thing. It's about making good content on what you do, making smart decisions, and continuing to learn on how to improve your content and how you put it out. And at that point, if you're doing all that, you just got to have patience because there's nothing else you can do. Yeah, bro. And, and and when you realize that everybody else who you look at, like, damn, I want to be at that 
point. They had to stick through that crazy stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I I listened to um this was recent, maybe maybe a few weeks ago. Uh, some some up and coming podcast they interviewed uh Joe Button on his podcast success, and he was just talking about how he had to make like a tough decision to kind of step away from music, and he knew that you know he had his clear vision on where he wanted to go going forward and he just had to stick it out he was talking about how like they did the podcast for like four years before they ever received any kind of and i'm saying this is coming from somebody who was already a well-known person you know what i'm saying like he already had mad connections in media period like just like you you know how many niggas he's met through the music industry over the years? You know what if I mean? You like Paul Charlemagne or or uh Peter Rosenberg or Ebro at the drop of the dime to help you out with a pod, whether or not they do it or not, you're in a better predicament than everybody. Yeah, like what yeah, you you are like light years ahead of the average nigga trying to come up. You know what I mean? But even he had to do the podcast for four fucking years without anybody talking about it and i remember i ain't ain't gonna say i was like a super early fan but i was listening for a long time before it was like spotify deal and all this oh yeah i was there when mall got there everything pre-mall i was not there for but post-mall i was there for yeah and 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 i will say that i've watched their growth you know what i mean because that's another thing for creators is that you got to be understanding that you don't have to be perfect on day one. You know what I mean? Mm. You don't have to compare yourself to the Joe Buttons, the Joe Rogans, the, you know, those type of people on day one. And I, I'm just using the podcasting space as an example, but this this apply to anybody in the creative Art, space. business, like, it, yeah, you, it doesn't matter. You, you don't have to compare yourself to them. What I like to do, bro, especially like with my music and my beats and just anything that i'm really trying to do honestly is like i like to be honest with myself on where i currently am and then i like to find somebody who i feel like is just a a slight step ahead of me and then i i break down what they doing to be at that level and then you just master the fuck out of whatever skills you feel like will take you to that point you know what i'm saying and then you do once you make it to that level you do it with the next one and then before you know it, the next step up is going to be a you Joe Button, go. a Joe yeah. Rogan. A, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to keep focusing on you. It's, it's exactly what you said. Like, you're really not competing with none of these niggas. You're competing with yourself. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's, the thing is, you you compete with them to yourself, not out in the public. You compete with them in the sense of, I, I want to put out better music than so-and-so. I want to put out better podcast and so on, so on. I want to put out things on the same level as them. Yeah. Great. That's something that's a personal goal, but in terms of the bigger picture, you're not competing against nobody but yourself. Yeah, and that that's a fact, bro, and I think, like, the way that we look at competition as, like, this thing where it is, I gotta win and you gotta lose, that, it don't have to be like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we can all win. Like, like, I compete with Chris all the time. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll drop something or he'll come up with a certain project or something like that and I'll see the reception that it get 
And I'm like, yo, this nigga is fucking killing it. You know what I mean? Like, he really fucking doing some shit. And I'll go to my computer and be like, yo, I got to step my shit all the way up. Like, whatever I'm doing, I got to go harder. You know what I mean? But not in a negative way where it's like, I got to go harder to make sure he lose. It's just like, yeah, yo, this nigga really motivated me. And I don't think it's no, like, I feel like, especially niggas of this age, like, they look at people and they feel like, it's a like they pride won't let them say that another nigga motivated, motivated them. unless it's yeah. like somebody who's out of the world like niggas won't have a problem with saying oh like drake inspired me you know what i mean but you can be inspired by somebody by anybody just an everyday nigga like i can honestly say like niggas like chrisa inspire me because i see a nigga that is in the same situation as me making literally making a, a a name for himself like literally taking himself to that next level you know what i mean like i see it every day and as soon as i think like damn he really made it to the next level by the time i accept that like damn he he leveled up he done already jumped to the next fucking level you know what i mean so it's like now i'm getting inspired and motivated to like step my shit up because you can see like yo it's possible awesome. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, niggas really doing it. Everyday niggas is really doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's the, the kind of energy creatives gotta gotta tap into. They gotta get into that. Yeah, no, just, this whole conversation was just like, it's okay when things don't go right. It's not, it's not about when they don't go right. It's about how you move after they don't go right. And you just gotta do what it takes, man. You just gotta get the information you need to to push forward learn where you're weak learn your weaknesses and just make sure you put out whether it's music art podcast whatever it may be put out great work and just keep it up because you don't know when your time will come and this is something that not only we're not talking about this because it's like oh yeah we want to help no no nigga we're talking about this because we go through it this is something that i go through on a weekly basis this is something i go through probably on a daily basis so for those out there who are like, yeah, I may post booked and busy posts, but like, you know, I mean, weeks I wasn't booked and busy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like I don't yeah. talk about the L's, but you know how many L's there are in this shit? Like, right, it's a thing. Like, it's a legitimate thing, and you can't stop at the first L. You got to keep it going. And I just wanted to touch on this because I feel like this is something that a lot of people in the position don't. They talk about when things are going good, but they don't necessarily talk about when things aren't going well. But in terms of relationships, I want to ask you, we didn't talk about it last week, but Drizzy had a line in one of his freestyles talking about Chubbs. I sent Chubbs to go out and get them for me. He know what I like. I want to ask you, do you think it works for you to send your mans to the girl and be like, hey, yo, my man want to holler? I don't think that shit works, bro. I didn't do that a, shit before, and I don't think it works. Not unless you drink. Because I'll tell you what it is, bro, like especially in like, today's society where like most of our social interaction is through a phone screen when you just walk up to a girl and talk to her you done already stood out oh you in the top one percent because even the niggas that like get hoes like you you know the niggas that you know the swole pretty boy niggas that just walk around picking whatever girl they want like them kind of niggas even those niggas bro be scary like it be some like scary ass niggas that don't know how to talk to a woman yeah you know what i mean and like when you when you walk up to a woman and you know how to conversate with her without being a fucking cornball like do you know what that do like 
you could literally be I, honestly i think and i i'm actually curious on like a woman's perspective on this is like you could honestly be not the best looking nigga not in the best shape but you know how to talk to somebody in real life like bro oh, i agree with this you gonna win every time yeah I agree. With you gonna 100%. win every time so you fuck around you send your mans to go scope <laughs> a girl for you before yo, he so, can so, even so. say hey yo my mans want it like she already feeling this nigga you know what i mean <laughs> like I real done shit, that since bro. middle school bro i haven't done that That's since like fact. freshman year of high school like clowning around like yeah hey, yo my man want to holler bro you can't do that as like a 20 Bro, I'm a, I'm even lower the age range. You can't do that from 18 on up. Like that just that shit just doesn't work. And it's like you said, if you just have the gusto and go talk to her nine times out of ten, you more than likely will pull it because it's like nobody's approaching her all day due to the internet. Yeah, and bro, especially like the the baddies that oh yeah every, every time they walk outside the crib they know that they can feel the eyeballs just looking like they know niggas is checking they know niggas but how many of those niggas is actually Community. talking to them and then the niggas that actually do go up and talk to them they come in with the most crazy bullshit you know what i mean like being all disrespectful and shit like if you actually go up to a female and you know how to hold a conversation like a normal human being you will win every time bro i'm convinced that you will like the the rate that you take l's will be very very slim and, very and talking slim. to him doesn't mean like oh yeah you're bad bro she knows she's bad you gotta talk yeah. about something man. you gotta talk about yeah. something else like, that's like what I'm my saying. pops always told me if you want to get a bad girl don't talk to her about how she looks she already know how she look Tell her about something else about it that you didn't realize that nobody else didn't realize. There's multiple things you could talk about besides. And even in, even in the bad bag, okay, she knows she got a fat ass. She knows she got nice. She knows she's pretty. Touch on something that niggas might not tell her, if, even if you want to talk about her looks. Talk about the bitch's eyes. Talk about something that you just looked at randomly, like, oh, hey, you got nice eyebrows. Whatever it may be, whatever the shit may be, but you got to yeah. just communicate like a normal person. Perfect. You can't make them feel like an object. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that you can't make you can't lead by sexualizing them. Yeah, and I, I ain't even gonna flex. Some girls like that shit. Some but do. You gotta be you gotta be aware of where you at. You know what I mean? Like if you in the club and everybody lit and turning up and shit, do you? You know what I mean? But like I mean, like if you really trying to talk to a female, like you yeah, see you can't a chick, walk up in a grocery store and be like, "Hey, I think you're bad." Yeah, yeah. Like then they looking at you like you the creep, nigga. You know what I mean? They about to call security to get your ass up out of there. I'm trying to buy <laughs> mangoes. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to know how to talk to a woman, bro. And a lot of niggas don't know how to do that. Like they really don't. So I'm glad we're on the ball page that the asking your man to go up for you just does not work. I will say though, if you drink, like I feel like you don't really have too many other options. Oh yeah, I mean if you're on that level, it's like, well, like I feel I, like I if you if it. you if you drink, you're not walking up to the table in the club and starting a conversation, starting small talk. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of hard to do come that. Over. Yeah, but that's the status though. Like if you obtain that status, then that should work. It just depends. Yeah. Like if you like me and you, that shit does yeah. not. Work. Yeah. But there's definitely not many drinks in the world. You know what I mean? No, I'm with you on that. Like, that is known. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, maybe hmm, Michael B. Jordan can do it. Denzel yeah. can do it. Will Smith. But 
ask for like Lil Dicky? No way. Yeah, definitely not. Like, if you're talking basketball, Zion could do it, but I don't know if Brandon Ingram could do it. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest. I don't know. Yeah, that is true. Cause I, I wonder, I wonder, like, when you reach that kind of status, how much of how much of it is status and money and appearance at that point? Bro, I, think I wanna I wanna interview 60%. a woman so bad. Like I want to interview a woman here. that'll just let us get these answers. Cause I, I want to know, bro, like how much of it, cause you, we would be ignorant to think that the status and the money plays no part. You know what I mean? Oh like, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking 30% status money, 10% personality, 60% appearance. Cool, man. I don't know. And I, I'm I don't I don't want to sound offensive, but I don't give because we talk about a certain type of woman at this point, and I don't think I think that might be giving them a little too much credit. Right. I know that there's there's a lot of women that don't you know the money and the all that shit is not really you know the driving force for them, but I think if you are of a certain tax bracket, appearance is like. Maybe 10, 15% of it. Ooh, so you think in, in my okay, opinion, 50% status, 20, 20% appearance, 30% personality, or even maybe lower on the personality? Uh, it's for damn sure majority status and uh, that's and, why I had to I had to rise it to 50. I'll bring it up to 60 then. 60, yeah. 60% status. Because me, I look at niggas like little baby, bro, and I, I've never been. A nigga to like judge another nigga. Oh, that nigga's ugly, bro. But this nigga is just obviously like son look like a fucking troll. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he was on Joe Button pull up talking about he just knock him off. You know what I mean? Like he get any woman he want. That's why he had to get a girl and shit. And it's just like that's crazy to me. You know what I mean? That's just fucking wild. That's money. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really feel like like you reach a certain you reach a certain level financially and it don't the other shit don't really matter as much. No, I look, I can't dis I can't disagree with that point at all, because that is very true. And if you look at a lot of these these artists, actors who are just and I'm not here judging dudes out here, but some of these niggas just ugly. And it's That's like, bro, you're an ugly guy, but you got a fine female behind you what is she doing here is she for your money what is she here for because she's not for your looks it's the lifestyle that they provide you give a woman a lifestyle that is like they don't have to do shit but live the good life like you got it bro and we see that happening even in normal life with these girls going to get husband degrees at college they're not going there for a major they're going there to find a husband yeah that's a fact and and they're doing that based upon look Looks, personality, but more importantly, what you gonna finish with in college? Yeah, that's yo. It, can you provide women, me with a good life? Women got a uh, a lot of options to hustle with. I'll say that, bro. More than men. Like I don't want to bring it back to the OnlyFans conversation, but I'm jealous <laughs> of that. I'm jealous that if you look good enough as a female, you can just literally just finesse a nigga to provide you an entire lifestyle bro like there's there's no option like that for men 
See, I think None. they think that, and it, this is true, like the pay wage and all that stuff, them getting treated worse than men. That's a real thing. I don't buy thing. that, though. I don't buy that. Because I look at, I look at, and I'm saying I work for a very large, matter of fact, the largest corporation in Nevada. And I like just being in the corporate environment, like all of the positions of power that pay a high salary, it's all women. All of it. You know what I mean? Like my director who makes probably 200 grand a year, she's a woman. Her boss is a woman. Like it's there's there's no I just don't I think being a woman helps you even more in those scenarios. Like for the women that's actually trying to like go out and be successful on their own, like being a pretty woman sets you far ahead of the pack. You can be the hardest working nigga you want. If the fine ass female come and apply for the same position as you, she gonna most likely get it, bro. Ooh, they would disagree with that. But I but my point, my thing is it's like Whatever side you may fall on 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 that, you just gotta agree as like a a, a human being that like in terms of I can hu- hustle my looks, I can hustle my. I, for example, as a man, I can't go to college and think, oh yeah, I'm gonna just meet me a fine fine woman and she gonna take care of me for the rest of my life. But as a girl, you can do that. Yeah, and like, not only that, but as a girl, you can do that and not be. Judge for doing yeah, that. you know what I mean? Like people just accept what it is. Like, I always I feel say like love to be a trophy dad, but it's frowned upon. Yeah, bro. Like any nigga that take that kind of route, like if you're not working hard and building for yourself, they look down upon that. Like, Facts. like, and I think honestly, like even and this this kind of a whole nother topic, but I think in 2020. Would it be wild to be a stay-at-home dad? Like, if it was the opposite way, like if roles were reversed. Let's say you and your girl had a kid. She got a good job. She don't want to leave her job. And you was just like, all right, well, I'll leave my job and stay at home with the kids. Soon as you do that, bro, niggas in her family judging you. Niggas in your family judging you facts society in general is judging Ju- you yeah facts. they like yo you really gonna let this nigga just lay up in your she crib be- while you pay all the bills and all this shit like it's a whole nother situation when she may be cool with it but everybody else isn't exactly exactly but that's exactly what i mean is like niggas can't do that even if you've proven to your girl that like yo i don't mind working i don't mind being the provider but you decide because I actually heard this like I've seen this on a Twitter thread or something where they were some chick was saying like what if I was comfortable at the spot that I was at in my career and I didn't want to risk losing my career yet and I got pregnant not really planned and my dude didn't make as much money as me like what if I want to stay working and then he stay at home like is that why is that frowned upon? Because the, the opposite way, nobody has a problem with it. In I fact, it should, people say that's how it's supposed to be. I think you it should be I mean? accepted. Like, if a woman wants to do that, then kudos to you, baby girl. You do that. I'll take care of the kids. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. I, I personally would not. Now, me, I'm saying in my situation and just the way that my brain is wired, I don't think I could ever just let 
the rains go like that. Like I'm I'm one of those people like I like to be I got to be working. Like I I just couldn't. I think I'd go crazy if I was just in the crib cleaning up, cooking, taking care of. Oh no, of, I'd be I'd be doing pods. Like, yeah. I'd be doing I like other I'd be making content and shit. I'd be yeah. doing other shit, but I take care <laughs> of from the house for sure. Yeah. I just think that women got to understand that they got a whole lot more that they can do. And also they can get away with when shit goes wrong, people feel sorry for them. As a nigga, nobody feels sorry for nobody. Like, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Just it with the whole man thing. Look, everybody blaming Carl Crawford. Carl didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. Carl just gave out a contract. Fact. Now, now he look like the big bad bully. Him and Jay Prince. Yep. So that's, that's dirty, man. Yeah, it's wild out here for these men out here. But we're trying to we're trying to fix that. We're trying to make everything a little more even. And I know the ladies out here are not gonna like that I said that. But look, y'all come on here and tell us what y'all got problems with us. We want to know. We want to fix us. Let us know, know what's wrong with us. We condemning the baby. Doom already said the baby should be canceled. So we out here with y'all. We support y'all. <laughs> Shit, goddamn it. But some things just need. Some things are just not right on both sides. And the fact that is, y'all could use y'all body to make millions. I cannot use my stomach and my legs and anything or part of me to make millions. I got to use my intelligence. Not saying y'all don't do that, but y'all can use more than just your intelligence. I cannot. Yeah, bro. They they definitely got options. They got options. Big facts. Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media. At Lil Doom, SJE, Instagram and Twitter. Y'all be sure to follow Doom. Let's, let's get into bros who ball. We're going to talk just everything that went on in the NBA when we think it's going to come back. We're just shooting the shit, getting our bros who ball people in because we're giving you, you that quarantine content. Let's get into it right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So look, I started off the pod by talking about how ESPN, Fox News were in trouble. I got the bros who ball boys with me. And shout out to Adam Schubert, Julian. I'm introducing him in a little bit. But the thing is, Sports are kind of at a standstill right now. So we're going to talk about kind of Corona, the sports. Like, we're just going to bullshit for a little bit just so I can get how, how my guys are doing. And we'll be back next week. I'll try to get them in the earlier slot so they could talk relationships and all this shit with us. But we're going we're gonna to be giving you good quarantine content. But without quarantine. further Oh, quarantine content, baby. That's what we're delivered. Without further ado, let me introduce Adam Schubert. Oh, Shuby, also, bro, this is drunk podding, bro. First time I've ever done it. Just got to be honest with the fans. Well, it's always you've been late to the party. You've been late to the party because, like, some of the best ones have been like when Julian pops, like, open a beer. Oh yeah, or or when you come in drunk, or when Brooklyn used to come in drunk. Like those shits, and shout out to B, man. Brooklyn's gonna be on the pod very, very soon. But uh, yeah, I, I always keep a professional, man. I never get drunk. What are you talking about? Sheesh. <laughs> but it's just tipsy pod right now. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But also, join us, Mr. Julian Navarre. Julian, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. Kind of shocked and depressed, and yeah, yeah. just when I thought things couldn't get worse after what had happened to Kobe Bryant, something, in fact, gets worse. <laughs> 2020 and great, great transition. 2020 is kind of crazy, man. Well, it's like, ruined. Like, this is nuts. First I mean, off, the whole year's ruined. NBA season sus- up. suspended. It's March. <laughs> like, NBA season is straight up suspended right now. Rudy Go, like, it, her, f- first off, were y'all on Twitter when, like, the first tweet broke about when Roy Young was like, hold on, the games, both teams got immediately pushed to their locker room? Were y'all on Twitter for that? Oh, no. yeah. 
No, my, my the way I found out, my girlfriend got a, a, a alert. And oh she my was god! Like, hey, the M- the NBA is suspended. I'm like, the fuck it is. All right, hold on. Well, I'm gonna talk to Julian about this because sure, this was crazy. When Royce Young first tweeted, Julian, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because me and my friends previously had been talking about Corona for most of the day, and like I've, I've heard mixed responses of like. Oh, it's not real. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You, you know, the, the whole kid and caboodle of is this really serious or is it not? Well, all of a sudden, NBA players are rushed to locker rooms. Doctors are running from locker rooms. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, everybody was like, well, you know, Rudy Gobert did have an illness uh, earlier this week. And then I, as a joke, I tweeted, I, I texted in my group chat like, Damn, Gobert might have the corona. Be on, be on alert. Not even 15 minutes later, game canceled. Rudy Gobert has corona. What the he- Like, it felt like a movie. Julian, man. am I off? Like, it was crazy. No, man. No, it really did feel like it was, it was more entertaining than anything, to say the least. And I hate to say something like that is entertaining. But, uh, you know, whenever you looked at who was out, uh, Emmanuel Moutier and Rudy Gobert was out illness. So the memes start coming in. It's like, remember two days ago, Rudy Gobert was touching all the mics, making a big joke of everything. So whenever I saw that he was out for the illness, and then I saw the Oklahoma City doctor run onto the court, and they uh, made the announcement that the game will be postponed for uh, you know precautionary reasons, I knew he had the virus. I just knew it. I said, this is too good to be true. Like, you can't write this. You can't write this. Like, you can't make this up. It was too good to be true. I said, I bet he has the virus. Sure enough, he has the virus. And I guarantee you, I think Emmanuel Moutier has it too because they were both feeling ill. Oof. It's it's nuts. Like, man. What was the story I saw where, like, Chris Paul was, like, walking out to check on Rudy Gobert and then everyone was like, oh, get away. It's on the go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, the doctors straight up was like, no, Chris, no. Holy shit, bro! I swear, I, in twenty years, the video that Julian was talking about of Rudy Gobert just touching on everybody's mic and just like, I'm not worried, me Frenchman. <laughs> that shit will be in the history books. It's nuts. Like prayers up to Rudy Gobert. Um, but I mean, look, he's not old. Like, and from what everybody's saying is, the older you are, the the, the more uh, at risk you are. For him, it'll probably be like just like a flu. He thought he could have played tonight anyway. Could you imagine if he would have played just sweating on the ball? Everybody in that game was getting it. Everybody, I mean, well, that, everybody well, in the dude, state. He played, he played the other night. I mean, the mm-hmm. refs and everything like that. Like So they say. With the and that's virus, why the Pelts game was canceled. Because yeah, the Pelts well, like, the refs, we're not playing with that ref. Well, they carry it. So apparently you can have the virus from two to 14 days without actually showing symptoms. So he could have been having the virus for a week. So they looked at all the past games that they played within the last two weeks, and they had played like six or seven games. Well, if you come down to it, all of those teams that they played against played against a bunch of other teams. So everyone in the NBA has been somewhat exposed, which is why they have to go ahead and cancel the games. Now, I understand them canceling the games. I wish they would have used better words than suspend the season or they could have added in. We have suspended the season until further notice. Yeah. Instead of trying to yeah. shock the shit out of everybody. Like y'all gonna miss out on all that money. And, so, and besides like, that, that kind of upsets shit. me. Yeah, that kind of upsets me because like, you know, 
the Lakers were just really starting to get into their groove. The Pelicans mm-hmm. were starting to get into their groove. It was an important and game. And things man. like that. It was an important game. They had these teams that were on, had playoff hopes starting to really pick up and get into their groove. Do you know what two weeks off would do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially for a young team like the Pelicans, who who's Zoans. Man, look, Zion doesn't have to run for two weeks. Doesn't that scare you? No, it does, man. <laughs> and, like, look, it, it, multiple scenarios. 15 game, pounds. <laughs> games shut down for 14 days, okay, and then they back up. Cool. That what happens to the game between those those times? Do we cancel the game? Are we pushing the season back into June? Because if those games are just done for, we're just like, fuck them. The Pels think, aren't making the playoffs. No, I think they're done for. Honestly, like that dude said in that post, they may have a few games left, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just start the postseason uh, yeah, by, and April, that, by the end of April. And the Pelican, you know, by that, they won't make it and whatnot. Make it, yeah. But I still don't like that. Like, Could you imagine taking two to three weeks off and then going – 100% hard in the paint for some of these teams. Do you know the injuries that could happen from just yeah, going from zero to 100? They're going to have to stay in shape. Shuby, I want to ask you because you were big into going to the women's final four. This affects NCAA. Do you think the NCAA, as of now, we're recording at 11-10 tonight. But at the time, the NCAA announced that the games were going to happen just without fans. That was well, like earlier in the day, pre-Rudy Gobert coming down with corona in the nba doing what the nba does do you think the ncaa is going to stop any type of movement post nba away post everything that happened with the nba well i I think they're going to stick true to their plan right now like that it seems like most of these conference tournaments are going to go off some of them with people in the building some of them with no no people in the building Uh, i think they've already decided what they're going to do about the ivy league teams about filling their slots uh so I think they're going to keep playing this weekend at least. Uh, but after that, I can see them postponing the tournaments. I think the biggest loser out of all that, honestly, is Detroit and New Orleans who had the Final Fours because they're going to lose out on so much money because they had all, Detroit, all that stuff arranged. Detroit for damn sure. New Orleans always has events. But Detroit, oh, but, but New Orleans events are po- are canceled from now until Easter. Oh, that is true. Yeah, they are. And yeah. that, that that's interesting for us, Hubie, because we're supposed to be going on the – like crazy that this is happening now because we were supposed to be booked and busy all summer uh, now yeah. i don't know now i don't that's know cons what is going to happen to the con game like that's always something that's going on you know taking it to you know burrows who been for a second you got you know the san diego comic cons talking about getting moved you know all this stuff which is big new stuff and plus all of these movies are getting moved back so it's like you know the the thing you said earlier is what if the NBA only has you know it's let's take the the two weeks whatever what if it isn't two weeks like at yeah. this point I'm thinking like we could be we shut could be dealing like, with this we could be shut down all the way to uh, May yeah no it that'd be nuts man and like I mean, it could be longer it, we just don't know like that's the thing and it's really frustrating because like it's one of these things like what is the limit like. When yeah. it comes to come, when it comes to this, that's like a bigger philosophical question. But it's like, are we going to be like, okay, well, people are getting sick, but I mean, like everyone else is getting sick because people get sick, or is going to be like, oh, well, this is like killing everyone. And I mean, if it's not killing everyone and people are just getting sick, then I think we can go about our lives. Yeah, it's it's going to be crazy, bro. Because like we're supposed to go to Anime Expo. Me and oh well, shit. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about that, but whatever. Fuck it. Tipsy Lynn. We're supposed to go to Anime Expo. I'm not gonna say in what capacity we're supposed to go, but me and Christian had plans to go. Bro, that might get shut down. That's in fucking LA. Like that. That might be over with. 
I don't know how the cons are going to move this weekend. As of now, me and Chris, I mean, me and Schubert were talking, and Chris, like, we're still going. But if well, ABC I'm, I'm still confused down. about all the other sports because, like, I've really only heard about the NBA. I mean, college baseball was in action today. I haven't heard anything about the games this weekend. Uh, NHL, you know, they're, they're, like, they're doing they're the NHL. I haven't heard anything about the NHL. Have you? Well, they, released, they released a statement. I saw uh, someone retweeted it. They're like, be, uh, we, we're close to the situation that the NBA just did, but we haven't made a formal decision. Come back tomorrow. We're going to discuss it overnight. Well, it's because you, you walk into the locker room and tell those dudes that they can't play. Yeah, it's going to be you interesting. Those, I mean, but I mean, if, if any, t- I guess if any two leagues were to be affected the most by coronavirus, it'd be the two most international, eh, I mean, MLB too. Like all the international leagues in, in America right now. Is it crazy that I'm that I just had the thought that like maybe hockey could go on because it's so cold in there that like the shit could die out? Is it is opposite? That, opposite. Heat. Damn, so bro. So that's, that's why they're saying like once we get to May, there shouldn't be much of a problem anymore because it's like normal flu season. Like flu season phases out. I just saw a meme that was like basically Troy. You remember when the um. The Greeks brought in the Trojan horse to Troy in, in the in the I guess I want to say the Troy movie, but it happened in real world. But whatever in the in the incident, well, they have a picture of of the Trojan horse with like a bunch of coronavirus like things oh, in, inside the horse, and it was like the the horse's name is Rudy Gobert, and they're bringing it into like the fortress, which is the NBA. <laughs> I, I would love to know how the hell he got it. Yeah, like what was he? and then like I saw people from like e game conventions tweeting like. Holy shit, I was with Rudy like a week ago. Uh, like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> yeah, like, it's nuts. And I feel bad for people like Vince Carter because now, like, he's done. It's over with now. Yeah. He just, I mean, he, he was talking about it 22 years of excellence. It's over with. But I mean, you know, he had to retire. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, sh- and I'm sure if we get some more season left, like, he's going to at least come on to the, one more time. Crazy, bro. Like, so does the XFL suspend all stuff too? That's another league we haven't heard from. No, I don't know. Honestly, uh, the size of a crowd that an NFL team does bring, uh, it would be, I mean, that, you know, XFL team does bring, which is like 30 plus, it would be smart too. But uh, Vince McMahon ain't missing out on no money. So, <laughs> well, especially when they only got like this season to, you know, make a, yeah, because honestly, yeah. man, if if they don't do, I don't think the XFL is gonna last. Maybe you maybe think it makes it years. next year? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm it saying. It might make it, it next year. Years. It might make the next two to three years, but that they can't afford to be. You know, this is their time to shine. That's all I gotta say. There ain't nothing on TV. There's nothing on TV. Man, since we're talking sports, what do y'all think happens to ESPN and Fox Sports over the next couple of weeks? I think they're in serious well, trouble. I, no, I, no, I, no, I think what just, saves you is the NFL. Mm, yeah, because the draft. You can still talk about, talk about the NFL. They're gonna talk about Dak Prescott's contract like nobody's business, and then they'll go ahead and speculate on um, the NBA and whatnot. Because look, they they come out and say it's suspended today. Tomorrow they're gonna be speculating. The whole week they're gonna be speculating when it's gonna come back because it has to come back. There's too much money involved. You got billions of the worldwide money, billions of dollars involved in this. It's coming back. They're gonna spend time speculating. They're gonna start making shit up, saying like. Oh, well, if they come back, do you think the Lakers, you know, LeBron's going to be rested? You know, uh, 
you know, things like that. They'll talk about some of the things that we talked about, like the Pelicans were on such a good streak, and then bam, all of a sudden it stopped. They'll find things to talk about. You know, they're good at making up stuff. I mean, if you put it on Undisputed... How long did it last, though, though, man? Like, oh, easy. They could make that last a week. I mean, dude, think I mean, of they, they, think they, of they, you watch Undisputed, Skip Bayless and Undisputed, whenever the NFL season, they got 32 NFL teams. They talk, they, they have a show that lasts what two and a half hours. They talk okay, about I the Cowboys that, my thing for is, two there's, hours. There's games going on with that, and I understand what you're saying because they can stretch this, but my. My thought process isn't this week. My thought process isn't even next week. My thought process is three weeks into this. On the oh. third week, it's like, bro, what? I mean, like, I've heard y'all talk about the same shit for two weeks. Oh, don't and- worry. Don't worry, bro. Look, these people made it on TV for a reason. These people made it to the big, to the, uh, to the big networks for a reason. Watch the bullshit that they're about to come up with. You just wait. I can't wait to see them. It's going to be like CNN. You know that's what CNN gonna, does on the tab on it because like I just I just think ratings are gonna dip a lot. Oh Dur- no, they're gonna dip for look right now. The first week they're not gonna dip because people are wondering what's going on. So like I guarantee you, what's today? Oh yeah, it's uh, not Wednesday. It, it's this time next week, and then this time two weeks from now. I think I th- man, I, I don't know about the NCAA. They might just play a whole tournament, honestly. And now, if that fans. happens, then all bets are off. Then everything I'm just like, if the NCAA does end up playing, which, like I said, it's 11 18 at night, we don't know what's going to happen. But, like, if they do end up playing, then ESPN and Fox Sports have nothing to worry about. They'll just cover college. What? Well, oh, go ahead, Schubert. Well, I mean, I just don't really know what you mean, like, what they have to worry about. Because, I mean, like, you know, even us doing here, you I mean, you're talking about quarantine content. Like, People who know how to create content are going to be able to create content and captivate their audiences, and their well, audiences think- are going to stay receptive to them. Like, my- I mean, I'm not going to, like, in th- three weeks from now, I'm still going to watch Colin Cowherd because I'm going to wonder what the heck is going on with and what he wants to say. Like, I mean, this is as because, like, I watch the show. Like, the, the people who watch the show are going to still watch the show because, I mean, there's still going to be sports to talk about. And I think you can, you know, we, you, there's still going to be like speculation. I think, like I said, the NFL saves all. Like, you could talk about, literally every team and you can even you can talk like this is just move up and your summer free agency programming. is coming up watch watch, watch and I, and the about nfl is not out of business like they're still going to be able to call people and sign people they're just not going to be able to like touch each other you know like they can do that on the phone yeah that's true look I, like i said it's gonna be interesting because the thing that my thing is with this quarantine content we have stuff that we can talk about movies music like that stuff's not stopping and we got we got movie news and like stuff's being released. Worst There's case, still comes, sports things you can talk about. It may not be like topical at the moment, but I mean, there's still, still topics you can talk about. I just, oh man, I just feel like that's a sh- and it's gonna happen. You got both of you are absolutely right, but it's like, how much can we speculate on with the with the NBA when no games are being played? It's gonna be the same conversations we've been having. Now, granted, they'd be like, well, LeBron is healthier now because he sat out. There'll be that type of speculation. But with the NFL, it's like. Now, instead of ESPN and Fox or FS1, you should be saying, well, MT- M- M- NBA TV screwed. Yeah, like, facts. I mean, like, and what you were just talking about with League Pass, they're screwed. Like, you know, no one's going to be no one's gonna be looking for that content right now. I mean, I think a lot of people will tune out on the NBA because there's nothing going on. But I think, like, with the generic sports networks, there's enough out there that they can talk about. Yeah, I, I think people like Bill Simmons are the ones that are going to be okay because, like, like I said, I'm cool. They talk movies. They have that type of stuff in their TV, 
uh, other other nerd interviews with people plans. that you want to hear from. Exactly. Like there's there's multiple saying. there's multiple places they can take it, but it's like the big just sports centric. I'm concerned about them. I'm concerned about, like you said, more concerned about league pass because I'm going to cancel that immediately when we finish this. And concerned about NBA TV. Like, there's, you're going to try and stretch it, but it's just like, depending on how long this goes, if we're a month in and there's still no sign of NBA coming back soon, it's like, bro, what are, what are we talking about? We've been talking about this for months now. TNT is probably mad. Turner. Oh, my gosh. Turner's in a pickle right now, in a bind, because it's like, are they doing March Madness? NBA. Go back to hockey. It, it does they hockey. used to play hockey on TNT when we were little children. I don't know if hockey's continuing. And also, is the Olympics going to happen this summer? No, no, it's done. That's done. Yeah. That's done. I don't think so. Like, they haven't made that announcement yet, but, I mean, what, it's supposed to start usually in July? Yeah. I mean, like, I think it could have dissipated by now, but I I don't know. I mean, people are so phobic of, like, Asia right now that I just don't think countries want to go there. I mean, that's that's really shitty. And I, but like, I think that people are just gonna be like, oh, Tokyo, like, that's really close to where the coronavirus started. But they, they, but Asia, out of all the places, is kind of like on the up, they're like doing better than they were. That's that's why there's like, that's why people need to calm down and like, there is stuff looking up. And what they found like in Korea and China as well is that a lot of people were actually infected, but they didn't die. So it's like, you know, you chances are you might get infected. There might be people who get infected around you. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to drop dead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's not, this, is not, this is not what we're dealing with. Yeah, it's not like this is not like Ebola. Now, if this was Ebola, ooh, we have some things to worry about, brother. Yeah, and, and that never even got this bad. Yeah, this is just like basically the small time flu. Well, not it's not small time, but it's, it's, it's just like a, a strong flu. Strong case of the flu. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't really understand the whole deal because, I mean, like, if a person that goes that has the actual flu goes to an NBA basketball game or plays in an NBA game has just as much opportunity to get all those people infected as the coronavirus people. That is, that's another thing. And and so, like, and I'm thinking, you know, in state standards, you know, three people in a hospital are affecting your entire state. Good points, Shubi. I like all those points, Julian. I want to ask you because I know you saw the the, the old Trump video. What what, what, is, what what is everybody tripping about about the the thing where C-SPAN was still broadcasting? Like what what was everybody on on the like? Yeah, so they were still broadcasting. So what? Trump didn't say anything. I mean, I don't anything. Look, the news and the media runs twenty four seven, right? You have to keep people engaged for at least, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 hours a day. So they go ahead and gnaw on the same topics and create bullshit controversy to talk about. So anything that happens, no matter who's the president, there's always going to be some sort of controversy. If the president comes out and says something stupid, they're going to talk about it for two days because there's nothing else to talk about. So whatever the deal with C-SPAN and what the president said, it's going to be a hundred percent blown out of proportion. I mean, that's all I have to really say on that. You know, I don't. Yeah, I just don't get what they did. Like, I just didn't get that. Like, I'm looking at it. On, I'm just scrolling. What else they going to talk about? I yeah, mean, I, know. I mean, other than Corona, they could. I mean, you got it. Ninety percent Corona, ten percent something. Else. I mean, it's you know, what else? 
What what else? <laughs> yeah. Look, man. Again, to Vince Carter, he was he's crying tonight because he's like, this could be his last game. Good good career for Vince, man. Don't no oh, need yeah. to no need to think of anything like negative about it. But you know, good career for Vince. Sad I to mean, see him go. Is what's been crazy is the longevity that he's had. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. That's, not that's many. Not, yeah, and he can still jump pretty decent. So. So good for Vince Carter, man. I don't have much else, you guys. You know, just wanted to shoot the shit with you guys about Corona. Well, I mean, what do you think about Dak Prescott's contract? Oh, stop! Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop! He's about to get signed at the end of the week. I mean, they tried to lowball him. I don't know why they did that. I mean, Carson Wentz got a certain amount. He should deserve just a, maybe like two percent more than Carson Wentz. And the problem is the Rams overpaid Jared Goff. They messed yep. up. And because of and that. And Kirk Cousins. And Kirk, well, Kirk Cousins, that was a while back. I mean, he makes 28. But still, the Rams messed up because Jared Goff is not good <laughs> at all. So, And they paid him $34 million, $110 million guaranteed. So you at least have to give Dak Prescott $111 million guaranteed. That's just how the rules go. They're all in the same class or same caliber of quarterbacks, apparently, even though I think Jared Goff is trash. Carson Wentz actually messed up, I believe. Um, I think he signed his contract too soon out of fear that he would get injured again. So it kind of worked in the Philadelphia Eagles' favor. But Carson Wentz could have signed for more, in my opinion. But, yeah. of course, with his injury history, you can't chance anything, so you have to take the guaranteed money. I mean, but, I think his, I think he's still, he's still making pretty solid money, and then if he keeps it up, and if, you know, he will get a bigger contract, definitely. You know? Yeah, but, you know, I'm not the type to go ahead and fight. He, he's getting 32 and a half a year or something like that. I mean, I mean, he's in the top – he's like number six or seven. Yeah, so, so, you know, I would have tried to fight for the extra 500000 a year to make it $33 million, But, you know, what with his injury history, it's best to just sign that contract and be done with it. And, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they had this contract done with Dak a while back. But you know how Jerry Jones wants to have a story out there? <laughs> you know, keep something to talk about. That's typical Jerry Jones. It wouldn't surprise me if that contract would have been done, but it should all be done by the end of this week, uh, probably next week. I got I got a, one quick thing that we could do that's be interesting, you know, quarantine content. Go ahead. I'm going to say a team, you say who their quarterback is next season. All right. Chargers. Tom Brady. Tyrod. Tyrod. Uh, no, or, or, or someone they draft. Yeah. Tyrod's Tyrod or, or a rookie. Um, Tennessee. Tannehill. They're already Tan- talking about an extension. Yeah, I'm. I'm going Tannehill as well. I heard they tagged him today, so Tannehill. Uh, Miami. Ooh, Tua. No, it's gonna be Fitzpatrick, but Tua's gonna be in the background. They're gonna let Fitz. They extended Fitzpatrick another year. They're gonna give him the start, and then Tua's gonna come in the next year. Ooh, I can't go wait. Going Herbert. No. No, they got a chance to make history and get get a real special player. Herbert's they not better, that good. They better move up. I think they will. They got three and five, huh? They they got five. Oh, I thought they had three. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. They, they better move up. Yeah, true. Um, Washington. Dwayne Haskins, because they're going to draft Chase Young. Yeah. 
Don't be surprised if they go ahead and get Tua. That's what I'm saying. Because Tua. they're not sold on Dwayne Haskins and... New, new coach. New coach. But Snyder is in love with Chase Young. You can't the pass only. up Chase Young. That's all I got to say. Exactly. Yeah. So, But uh, then uh, Patriots. Mm, Teddy, Br- Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, please. That's, who, that's where he you should know go like Brady's quarterbacks. gone. You know they like their quarterbacks to look a certain way up there, and I'll stop. I'm going Teddy Bridge, man. I think they had set. Yeah, but third string. He just happened to, you know. But, uh, man, uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be in Indianapolis or, uh, man, hopefully Chicago. I think yeah. that would be great for him. Man, you know what would be let's, tight? Let's, he could go back to Minnesota. Let, let's go to Indianapolis. Oof. I, I'm, I'm saying Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I'm thinking Phillip Rivers as well. I'm thinking Phillip Rivers, but yeah. it's going to backfire. Not that I would choose Phillip Rivers personally, but I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm um, with you on that. Chicago. Chicago, I think they draft someone. I think they know. I think they take Teddy Bridgewater. My dark, my dark horse, Jameis Winston. I have Jameis. He would fit well over there. I think I think they'll get Jameis or Derek Carr if, if the Raiders make a move. They were talking about Jameis going to the Raiders. I, I, that's another possibility. Hey, for me. that'd be James. a that's where I, that's where I have ja- that's where I have Jameis at. Ever since me and she were talking about that last week, like I, I could just see Gruden being like, "I want this winner. I can change him." I feel like Jameis is going to. Dude, well, I'll, that's I'll what that's what they were just, missing out of Derek yeah. Carr was someone who could you know just who, who was reckless. Well, dude, you know, here's the thing about James. They give him a lot of, you know, crap. Man, I'm not a Buccaneer. You know, I know enough. I'm, I'm a Florida State fan. So, like, I watch the Buccaneers because of James. They they were, like, ranked, like, 30th in run. They they never ran the ball because their running back really wasn't that good. Their offensive line was okay. But they were throwing the ball all the time. So, teams always knew that they were going to throw. So, they could never run. They never had a run threat. So a play action would never tip him off or anything like that. They knew they were throwing the ball. So that's one of the reasons for his so many interceptions and things like that. They always knew he was throwing the ball. So, you know, I mean, that's just to help him out and defend him a little bit. Of course, he made a lot of mistakes. But the, kid, the dude is wildly entertaining. I mean, wildly talented. Like, man, he, 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 he makes some plays sometimes where you're just like, wow. And then sometimes – he makes some plays where you're just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yo, low-key. Okay, so I, I think Mike T is about to get some backlash on Twitter. I know I'm, I'm cutting into our quarterback. We'll jump into that in a little bit. But Michael Thomas just tweeted some some stuff about DT. I don't know how the New Orleanians are going to respond to that. About DT? About Donald Trump. About some, he, tweeted, he tweeted y'all felt oh, with that. They don't care. He's a crybaby. Oh. Michael Thomas is a crybaby. And look, I, I, New Orleans don't care, bro. They they'll forget it. New Orleans is in a state with a Democratic governor and a Democratic mayor. They don't care. They, yeah, they couldn't care less. Any it's other a, uh, teams you got, Schubert? Not to. Not um, to but no, what I was going to say is I think Bridgewater's going to go to Tampa. Mm. Tampa yeah, or Carolina. That's not, a bad, that's not a bad guess. I'm not hating on that one. I think Bruce Jarrett's going to be like, I can trust him. And, yeah, uh, he'd be a good fit in Tampa. Honestly, I want to see where uh, Cam Newton goes. Uh, I think he, man. I think Cam stays. I think so too. I think he, so, I I think like he stays. 
I don't like it. I don't like if it I for the, the coaches tank. either. I don't like it for either party. I think Cam would do best in Chicago. Man, who yeah. or 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 the Chargers. Yeah, Man, they need LA. some they need some yeah. He he'd be a Star spark power. plug. Yeah. No, I'm with y'all. All right, good, good, good quarantine content, Schubert, for football. But you know, we'll, we'll be out here. We're gonna be delivering that 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 shebang. But, but it's ever changing. Yeah, it's so true. great about it. True, true, true. All right, Schubert, tell the people they can find you on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hschubert14. Uh, we'll still be doing the Bros Who Binge because thank Fact. goodness for Netflix and all the streaming. Actually, this week I I want to you know definitely talk about some stuff on Apple TV. I I know a lot not a lot of people have Apple TV, but I do think it's a good investment, and I'll tell you why. Ooh, okay, cool. I might have to check it out this weekend. Shoot, I'm gonna try to go see Onward, or I'm still going to see Bloodshot. Like I don't think movie theaters will be closed down. You know, well, The Hunt this weekend too. Ooh, yeah. So we'll be talking about movies this week. Like I said, quarantine content. We're not we're not slowing down in any of those in any of those departments. Julian, tell the people where they can find you on own social media. Man, you can find me on Twitter at JujuNav, J-U-J-U-N-A-V. Also, you can find me on LinkedIn at Julian Navarre. Um, I began selling insurance for a company, I will not say. And uh, if anyone, you know, would love to hear more about, you know, me providing help to people, to families who are in need and provide coverage and protect people, uh, you know, come, uh, you know... Uh, Hit me shoot up on LinkedIn. And we'll talk. Okay. Shoot me a deep. Shoot me a DM on LinkedIn and see what, you know, the coverage I could provide for your family. Yo, hit up Julian, man. I I'm also on LinkedIn. Need a job? I will hit <laughs> Julian up on LinkedIn. Then too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But all right, you guys can find me at LimbyWT. Follow Bros. Think at Bros. Think. Yeah, me and Trevor are gonna be booked in busy this weekend. We're still hitting the con. I have not gotten word from AVC that they're shutting down. So as long as they're not shutting down, me and Schubert will be there with our our uh, hand sanitizer holstered as well as anime talk. Uh, the Bros Who Binge panel is at 11.30 on Saturday. The anime talk panel is at 1.45 on Sunday. So come chill with the network throughout the weekend. We will be there. We'll have a good time. It's going to be a good time for Bros Who Binge. We're talking top 10 comic book movies. And for anime talk, we're talking what makes a great anime fight. We anime. will have giveaways. Ooh. Ooh. Sure. We're giving, what are we giving away? I'll tell you off air. Ooh. I didn't even know we were going to have giveaways. Damn, that means anime talk has to have giveaways too. So I'm going to just prepare for that. All right. Word, word. But yeah, uh, the most recent episode of anime talk is out now. Audio version as well as video. Video's been out for a week. Audio just came out. You can check that wherever you listen to podcasts or if you want to see video on YouTube. Primetime will be back. Charles is recording uh, by the time you guys hear this today. So Primetime will be back later this week. Uh, Other than that, be sure to check out the most recent episode of Bros Who Binge. New episode on Monday. But we hope to see you this weekend at Louisiana Comic Con as long as nothing gets canceled because of the Rona. But for Schubert, for Julian, for Doom, my name is Lennon. We will be here giving you this quarantine content. Come back to us Thursday, and we will let you know about the phone lines. But we can't wait to just get through this because this is a crazy time dealing with the Rona. But for everybody, we want to get back to you on Thursday. Be safe. I met that girl right up at my show. Left her man in the crowd on the floor. Out of town, never saw her before. Told her, baby, we don't got that long. This not, this not my city show. But I treat it like my city show. 20 more minutes into I'm on. 20 more minutes into I'm on. 20 more minutes into I'm on. 
Twenty more minutes and twenty more. Twenty more minutes and twenty more. Twenty more minutes and twenty more. Yeah, I am not slow. Niggas, you want me? Cause I got the dope. Pass that girl right on my friend. Give me gold. He passed me her friend, so they switching roles. Yeah, I hit it fast. I hit, I hit it slow. Bye bye the morning, girl. I gotta go.